Hey, hey, Pod Rishners. It's vacation time here at Dropping Sunday, so we're going to play an older episode for you today. This is one of our favorite kind of craziest movies that we've ever done, Assassin's 33 AD. If you haven't heard it, please stick around. You're going to love this one. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Hello. Hello. Do me a favor. Don't say a single word about this movie. Listen. No, 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 no. It is killing me that I didn't like, I've been wanting to text you and be like, oh my God. Okay. Okay. We got a show to do. All right. So you're recording. I'm recording. All right. We got to get into this. We watched Assassin 33 AD. We're going to get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Boy, oh boy. Hey, hey, welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. I am your other host, Andrea. And in case you were wondering what Dropping Sunday was, because I know you're wondering what Assassin 33 AD is, (laughs) it's okay. But let me tell you about Dropping Sunday. We are a... (laughs) We are a semi-reverent look at Christian pop culture. Just a couple of notes. We are not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off. But if either of those things happen, we, we would love for you to tell us. Yes, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you definitely don't need to believe to belong. Andrea, how's your heart? It's great. Is it? It is. It's great. That's that's exciting. I, uh, I saw an Enneagram post this week. I think I sent it to you that said, what's the best question to ask an Enneagram to? And it was, how's your heart today? And I was like, that's hysterical because Seth asks me that every single week. Yeah, because because I care about you as a friend. (laughs) Right. It has nothing to do with the show Um, or the fact that that's our tagline. No, I mean, listen... It was also maybe meant to be a little bit silly Christianese type of stuff, but it just turned out to be the right thing. It just it just turned out to work just really well. What had happened? So, what had happened was what, what had happened was. So I'm not mad about it. No. How's your heart? It, you know, it's uh, it's it's going pretty good. I think I'm 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 doing my absolute best to stay out of Facebook fights. Are you doing your absolute best? Um, no. <laughs> Here's the no, thing. Not. I'm not I'm not going into people's uh, into other people's posts and commenting. And because okay. of that, I, I feel like I'm doing good. That is showing some some amazing self-restraint. I'm very proud of you for that. Yeah. But <laughs> but yeah. You... I don't know. The world is on fire and the only thing to put it out with is a fire extinguisher filled with coronavirus. And so it's like I don't know what to do <laughs> if I can be honest. <laughs> Having a hard time, yeah, with everything. Yikes! Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess interesting is a fair enough word. So here's the deal. Uh, normally, I try to get into like you know updates and news and things that might be going on and and you know any kind of topics that we can talk about. Um, I kind of want to get into the movie as fast as I can. Because this yeah. movie is bonkers, bananas, cuckoo town. But <laughs> I want to make space. What, what what did you find this week? Anything that you want to bring up going on? Yeah. So uh, what I found this week is not 
It's not really Christian pop culture, but as you said, the world is on fire. And I saw this tweet this week. It's a video. It's a father and daughter singing together. And if you can't, if you can watch this video and not smile, then there's no hope for you. But this video makes me so happy. And I sent it to you. Do you have that to play? Okay. I'll, I, you gave me a link. So let me, let me see what's going on here. Listen, baby. Ain't no mountain high. Ain't no valley low. Ain't no river wide enough, baby. Don't worry, baby. My only complaint with this video is that it's not long enough. It it is not long enough. I mean, it's a full two minutes. I could take all of this. I mean, I could just listen to this over and over again. I so I saw that video on Twitter this week. I think I've listened to it about ten times since I saw it, and it just it just makes me so happy. So we'll share that. Share the link and the show notes and yeah, remind me uh, to do that if you don't mind. Yeah, okay. She's she's incredible. You know, she kind of starts out a little tentative at first, and I think, man, he's just going to overpower her. And sister shows up. She's going just, for it. I love it. And she's, I mean, looking at her, she's probably like what 10, 12? Don't listen. Don't start. The, who has <laughs> who has a bit about that? It's a uh, John Mulaney. Never trust a guy who knows exactly how old a child is just by looking at it, you know? Like, I barely know how old my kid is, but I'm not going to be like, ooh, she's definitely 11. That's creepy in many ways. We're not going to do I wasn't trying to make it creepy. I know, but I'm just saying, I I refuse. I refuse to do that. All right. Well, since you brought me something that that made me smile, I'm going to... Hopefully give you something to make you smile also. Okay. This is a commercial. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Right. In these certain times. In these certain times. In these certain times, one thing that's for certain is our level of certainty. You don't have to wonder what's going on. There are answers. All you need is a favorite podcast or an acquaintance that works at a hospital. In just two months, we have managed to collectively come together and all become experts, experts, experts on pandemic-related topics. Just call up a relative, <laughs> ask a neighbor. Hey, so this is a video called In These Certain Times. Oh, my word. Uh, perfect. It, it's perfect for me in this show. It made me, uh, it made me so happy. And actually, a listener sent that in. Uh, so, uh, so thank you for, for doing I'm, that. I'm pretty sure that... That episode where you said you're not for me was in these uncertain times. Yeah. Probably within an hour of us being done recording, I was watching TV and here comes a commercial. In these uncertain I just lost it. Oh, I'm oh, like, oh my word. Listen, it it's bad. It, it, it's it's just real <laughs> it's bad. So bad. <laughs> so okay. Let's uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I am having such a hard time because <laughs> let's just let's just do it. You ready? I don't. We don't. I don't even know how to transition well, to this. 
all I can do is just start playing the intro music because it's super <laughs> ominous. <laughs> all right. So we watched a movie called Assassin 33 AD, and this was sent yes. to us by a listener who said, hey, here's a thing. Um, you got maybe look into it. And so can you please? So we did. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Okay, do you want to tell, like, the, the plot line of this movie? Well, it just so happens that I have the storyline pulled up on IMDb that Please. was written by the director of the movie. Okay, so we wrote know- his own storyline Th- on IMDb. Thank you very much. By the way, the writer and director of this movie loves to interact with people who talk about this movie. Like, somebody did a, uh, a YouTube review, and, like, the first comment is the director. <laughs> he goes, Oh, my gosh. Thanks. Oh, man. Okay, well, here you go. Here is the storyline for this movie. Extremist... Hold on. (laughs) That's correct. (laughs) Okay. Let's just stop that extremist. This entire movie is extreme. No scene in this movie turns it below 11. Everything... (laughs) Okay, sorry, go ahead. Extremist. Okay. Extremists use a time machine to go back and commit the ultimate jihad of killing Jesus and the disciples before the resurrection. The young geniuses that created the time travel must go back in time, dodge the assassins, interact with biblical characters, and make the corrections before the timeline overrides itself and starts the apocalypse. Okay. If you are listening and you think, wait, hold on, what? (laughs) you didn't mishear anything nope you can go ahead and do your 15 second back button and you can you can hear andrea read it again but you didn't miss anything no no it what you heard is is what i read what i said okay what i read out loud so let let me just no my gosh i love this movie so much (laughs) my only regret is that i only rented it um that is oh (laughs) was there an option to purchase it there there was. I, I was like, nah, I'm mm-hmm. not going to spend the extra $2. What was I thinking? Okay, this movie is bonkers. However, I'm going to pause. <laughs> I don't hate the idea of this movie. No, the idea of this movie actually was very intriguing. Yeah, if I told you, if I, dear listener, hey, here's a movie, right? Someone decides to wipe out Christianity, and they think that the only way that they can do that is by building a time machine and wiping out the miracle that causes Christianity, a.k.a. the resurrection of Christ. You might go, okay. Oh, that sounds sounds interesting. That sounds interesting. Guys, this this is not that movie. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not. It's not. Can I read the listeners our text exchange? So again, <laughs> I don't everybody. Know. Hold on. I don't know. <laughs> no, we're good. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> I, again, we do not watch these movies together. We don't talk until the day that we, we come to record. On purpose. We do not talk about the show. Correct. Because we, we want... <laughs> we want our reactions and responses to be... Re- <laughs> authentic and genuine and like real life. 
But I watched this movie on Tuesday night, right? It was Tuesday night. Uh-huh. And I at 9.30, <laughs> which I was about 45 minutes into the movie, I sent Seth a text message and I just said, have you watched Assassin 33 AD yet? His response, no. Why? Is it bonkers? And I said, totally. I can't. I can't even explain. I had, you guys, I had no words for this 45, movie. 45 minutes in, she had no words to describe this movie. And I, and he said, okay, starting it now. And I responded, I literally just asked out loud, what is happening right now? <laughs> okay. So pause. <laughs> I sent that text that said, okay, starting it now. Four minutes later, I made a phone call and I actually <laughs> called Andrea and said, I am two minutes into this movie, and I have just scream laughed. You you called me, and you you were laughing so hard. It took you about thirty seconds to get that <laughs> sentence out because you were laughing so hard. And I said, I wish I could tell you that it goes up from there, but that was the peak of the movie. Two minutes and thirty seconds in was the peak of the movie. Well, and and I had Julie um the the wild card. I was like, hey it's pretty late. Do you want to get started on this movie? And she is like, yeah, sure. Why not? You know, we we're both struggling with some insomnia with, uh, in these, in these COVID times. And <laughs> so times. I'm going to play the beginning of this movie. And then I'll let you know exactly when Julie spoke her first words watching this movie. Okay. This is the very beginning of the movie. There's a red car driving down the road. That's all we know at this point. There has to be a reason he sent us here. Oh, this movie's terrible. That's what she said. <laughs> she got the first line. She sees, <laughs> by the way, Heidi Montag. Is Am I saying her name correctly? I, I, don't, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. Um, we see Heidi Montag in the car, and she straight up says within the first line, this movie's terrible. And by the way, she wasn't wrong. This movie is terrible. Oh, man. Okay. Heidi Montag, Montag, Mon whatever is awful in this movie. Well, I'm also going to point out Heidi Montag gets third billing in this movie. Third billing. Mm-hmm. Third. It's third. Two, the two main characters and then Heidi Montag. She is in mm-hmm. this movie for a grand total of about four minutes. Yeah, because pretty soon yeah. after that, I, listen, we're going to have spoilers in this movie and I'm just I'll, I'll spoil the first four minutes. Guys, it's fine. Um, there's a car wreck that happens that is so ridiculously animated that that's when I screamed. I, I scream laughed. I was so excited <laughs> about whatever it is, the garbage that I was about to see. I was so happy. Now, this is something that you may not know about me. I actually enjoy bad movies. When okay. I know that I'm going to watch a bad movie, I can get into it. If uh-huh. you haven't seen The Room, you could probably see, no, not that room, not the one where there's people in a basement, not not that one. But there's a movie called The Room. Don't don't worry about it. There, <laughs> not the one that was like nominated for awards a couple years ago. Oh, um, not that one. No, not that one. Not that. One. Oh, okay. There's a movie called The Room. Where it is known for just being a dumpster fire, and 
it is hilarious to watch. The mm-hmm. acting is terrible. The guy who wrote it, directed it, also starred in it. It was a whole thing. Um, it, it's exciting. It's exciting. This is that level of fun. It is that much fun to watch because it is so bad. It's so it, bad. Yeah, we are we are going to spoil a lot. Uh huh. In this movie, so I'm telling you right now, if you want to watch the movie before listening to our review, oh please do pause. Yeah, please do. <laughs> please, please, you will not be disappointed. Yes, you will. You will 100 percent be disappointed. Absolutely. <laughs> but you will. It'll also be laugh. a lot of fun. It, it's. It's so, it's so bad. Okay. Oh, man. So the idea is kind of goes along the lines of like, if you could travel in time, would you go back and kill baby Hitler? Right? Mm-hmm. That, but, but, but on a way bigger scale. So, Andre, I'm just going to ask you a question. Have you ever okay. considered time travel? For you personally, if you could, what would you go back oh. in time to do? Uh, okay. So, honestly, if I've thought about time travel, and I love sci-fi I, my dad, I grew up watching Star Trek, The Next Generation with my dad, and, you know, all of, like, that was a normal part of my childhood to talk about sci-fi and time travel. And so, honestly, if I've considered time travel, uh, biblical times is probably the first one that I've considered going to, just to observe, not because I want to change time. And then... Actually, that's probably it. That's probably like the number one thing that I've wanted to do. I don't think I've ever thought about going back in time in order to change something. Okay. Okay. But okay. So if you had, if you had the opportunity to time travel, you'd just kind of go back and observe. Yeah. Just, just to see it firsthand and to experience it. Um, Yeah. I think that's, that's what I would, that's what I would consider time travel for. Okay. There are too many things that could go wrong. First of all, you can create a time loop, a time continuum. So, oh, oh no, that that doesn't matter. In the, <laughs> this movie, it doesn't matter. Apparently, it writes over itself like code, like it's defragging a hard drive. That's <laughs> that's fine. It's fine. No, no, no. You're it's not gonna. Fine. It's just it's just going. Listen, <laughs> you're gonna create a. Di- oh my gosh. Oh my word, my my head hurt. I'm like, you don't even. Uh, who wrote this? Because they don't understand anything about time travel. No, yeah. They, there's somebody who watched Endgame, and they were like, oh, we got it. Oh, yeah, we're good. We're good. I can they, totally they, write this They're stuff. like, oh, okay, they no fixed problem. Back to the Future. We're good. Well, you know, uh, uh, all right, so we just have to go back just a little bit. Uh, it's it's a whole thing. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> There's a little problem of of causing like major issues for the future, but you know what? It here's a way that we can fix that. Oh and yeah, they just yeah, make Abs- something up. Absolutely. Okay, so I'll ask you: um, Would you, if you could go back in time and tell yourself, like, would you, you wouldn't like go back and like, hey, eighteen year old Andrea, buy stock in Apple. It's going to be a thing. Like, would you wouldn't do anything like that? I've never considered it. Okay, well, I'm curious. Yeah. What the, I'm curious from, from from for the listeners. Like, if if you could time travel, I, I, hit hit us up in the comments. Let us know. Yeah, I guess I'm kind of boring. I just I didn't I never think about doing it for personal gain. That makes me sound so pious you're so, and holy. You're so altruistic. You're like, mm, no, I would just want to <laughs> go and observe when <laughs> King David was dancing before the Lord and to feel the presence of the Ark of the Covenant. And, to maybe be there as Jesus I fed mean, the five thousand, and you know, 
Yeah. yeah. To, I, and, and, and just to make sure that I, I, I dropped into the back of the crowd and maybe, may, by the way, this movie does not want you to drop into the back of the crowd. This mm-hmm. movie wants you to be in the Bible. <laughs> it, <laughs> wait, hold on a second. What? It does. It, it, does. <laughs> it does. Actually, at the end, they've changed scripture. <laughs> They, okay, did you ever watch the TV show Quantum Leap, or is that just too much of a yes, nerd? Yes, no, okay. I loved Quantum Leap. Okay, my favorite episode was like this big season finale of Quantum Leap where um, where he goes back in time. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm Stop. Well, hey, time travel, it's a thing, right? He goes, <laughs> and he's in the body of Lee Harvey Oswald. Do you remember? Oh, you remember this? I do remember okay. this one. But the very end of that episode, he leaps out of Lee Harvey Oswald and leaps into a Secret Service agent. And so he sees everything going on. He runs. He jumps onto the car as Kennedy's getting shot in Dallas. Right? They like, do the whole thing, and they speed off. And he's sitting there, and he's talking to uh, he's talking to Al. And Sam's like, "I, I failed. I, I didn't. I wasn't able to save him." And Al goes, actually, um, in the original timeline, uh, she died and pointed to Jackie O. And it was like this big thing of like, ooh, maybe he actually did change history. And it was like this oh. nice little weave. Yeah, that's, uh-huh. what they, that's what this movie tried to do. <laughs> <laughs> but not nearly as well as Quantum Leap did it. <laughs> Tell me what you loved about this film. Tell me what you hated about this. Just give me something because I'm I'll take over this whole stinking show. So at the beginning of this movie, when the the young genius, what was his name? Uh, Ram Goldstein. Yeah, Ram Ram Goldstein. Of course. (laughs) What kind of name is that? First of all, but when Ram meets Amy, and I, I don't who who asks who on a date. I don't I don't know. I think they had a bet going and whatever. And so he takes her back to his place, which is the basement of his parents' house, and they have dinner. And then I think she was trying to make him cooler. That whole scene. Yeah. I was cringing. It was so awkward. What? Right. What? I don't, I still don't have words. Well, let me ask you a question. Um, <laughs> sorry. I'm trying. I'm trying so hard here. Let me ask you a question. When you think of the most brilliant man in the world, okay, do you think of six-pack abs? <laughs> That's number one. I was like, this guy, listen, that guy doesn't have time to work out. He's creating, he's creating time travel. He doesn't have time for that. But also, why does he keep taking his shirt off? Because he's got six-pack abs. Listen, as a man, I can tell you, if I ever had six-pack abs, the shirt would be off all the time. I would, I would find reasons to take it off. I'd be like, oh, you have a scratch on your face. Here, take my shirt. You know, I mean, I would do anything if I had well, six-pack abs. Well, that's exactly abs. what he did. Yes, absolutely. Exactly what he did. Also, let's talk about this young lady who loves Jesus. <laughs> Does she? Does she love Jesus? Listen, <laughs> is there another word I can use other than <laughs> um thirsty? That's a good one. You're gonna have to okay. leave out that other word. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, homegirl is uh, loves Jesus, but is thirsty for some Ram Goldstein. Yeah, that in and of itself, that whole interaction is pretty awkward. It's painfully awkward. Uh huh. 
Yeah. It I felt actual physical pain from the awkwardness. Yeah. Yeah. Of that it's, scene. It's not great. It's not great. Well, Ram Goldstein, he uh he aces a test. And because right. of that, he gets hired for this character, Ahmed, of course, the 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 most xenophobic name you could give. Um Absolutely. And and he what he doesn't know is that he's actually working. Let me just start all over because this is so difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I wish I, I okay. So he oh aces a test. Ahmed hires him and begins working on some sort of science project, and he puts this team together. And of course, he gets his boo to come and be part of the team. Right, um, because not only is she thirsty, but apparently she's also a genius. Also, yeah. Um, now, does she actually contribute to anything scientifically as part of the group? Uh, n- not that I saw at all. Okay. Ever. Well, then let me ask you a question. There's, uh, there is another young man, Felix. Uh, that's part of it. Does he, does he contribute to anything? Well, I think Felix is the one that figured out how to put the security cameras on a loop. Okay. So they could sneak in and get Ram from wherever the warehouse where he was tied up. But as far as like the teleportation program, oh, no, that no, no, okay. no. I don't think he did anything there. Mm-mm. All right. Let me ask you another question then. Uh, Simon, the character of Simon, did, did he contribute anything? He had some funny one-liners. He, he does because, uh, Simon is like, um, you remember the movie Clueless? Yes. Okay. Murray in, in Clueless. <laughs> That that yes. that's his that's his role. He yes. um, Simon in this movie is uh, even though he works in a genius factory apparently um, has the attitude and mannerisms of a teenage boy. Well, they all kind of do. Simon is definitely the worst. Well, yeah, I'm, they're all cartoons. That's the they, problem. They are. They're all yes caricatures of something. By the way, if this movie had been animated, I might like it even more. because i I don't i i don't know if i should say this or not but um some of the reviews for this movie (laughs) have compared the uh the the videography to that of an adult film is that should we leave that in i don't know we might take that one out um because i didn't read that anywhere but okay but but this this entire this entire movie feels like it was shot on an iPhone seven, like yeah, iPhone seven, yeah, y'all, yeah. an iPhone seven. So anyway, Ram all of a sudden figures out okay, if I'm going to transport goods, uh, I can uh, oh I have to account for time, and if I'm going to move things through time, oh my gosh, I just created space travel right around the same time that he figured out that the guy who looks and talks like a like a terrorist is actually a terrorist. Right. Can we also talk about Ahmed's awful idea? Like, why Why was his first idea to wipe out Christians, which is what he's trying to do, to create time travel? Find someone to create time travel. Well, I, I think that his original idea was to be able to transport weapons of mass destruction from one place to another. So it was just the uh. transport. That, yeah. And, and, and he made, and Ram said that essentially he made that time machine by accident. But the uh. first thing. Oh, you have a time machine? First thing I would do, murder Jesus. <laughs> Let's get a group together. And also, here's this guy 
who uh, his wife and family just died. He's expendable. You're now a terrorist. And by the way, yeah. that guy was like, legit, okay, cool, let's go kill Jesus. I'm, there was no questions in any of this. Like, hold on, you want me to do what now? No, Brant just kept saying, God, if this is not your will, then stop me. That's all right. he would say. <laughs> <laughs> that's, as, that's as dumb as being like, uh, if my wife didn't want me to cheat on her, she would stop me from kissing this other woman right now in front of me when my wife is not here. You know what I'm saying? Like, But that's dumb. It's real dumb. It's a good analogy. But it's also dumb. All right. Also. <laughs> Y'all, we're only like 30 minutes into the movie at this point. <laughs> are we? Are we? Or are we an hour and 30 minutes? Because I don't know. This thing keeps... <laughs> It keeps like looping on top of itself so that it can like try to like, no, 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 no. Maybe that didn't work. Oh, no. Um, okay. It speaking just of time ceased to stop when we were watching this, which is amazingly I mean, ironic. I'm already trapped in my home and this made this movie made me feel like more of a prisoner. You guys, I just, I can't even... <laughs> When we try to describe this movie and 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 it's talk so about fun. what's happening in this movie, it sounds like we're making it up and we're not. We're not. We're not. We're not. This okay, is we... 100% what actually happens in the movie. Oh my gosh. Also oh, oh man. Okay, speaking of uh Oh, where was I going to go? I can't remember. <laughs> Just pick up it doesn't matter. Just pick okay. something. <laughs> so so speaking of uh, of the the tag team that goes back in time, right? They go back uh -huh. in time, and where where do they find Jesus? In the Garden of Gethsemane. They are incredibly accurate in their time travel. Look, I don't. I'm just gonna let you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we don't know the actual time. That's why Easter moves every year. Oh my word! And you know, when you watch Doctor Who or some back to the future you have to program in where you want your time machine to take you they never did that ram, ram kind of did that he kind of did, did that and well and then he then he was like all right well uh, let's go back to the same time and then okay that didn't work we all died okay let's go back so let's go back 10 minutes earlier and let's rewrite the programming i mean essentially they okay, said this whole yeah, thing is a computer program so i mean they're they're trying to figure this out but uh, they showed up with uh, fully automatic weapons in the year 33 <laughs> and AD. gear and night goggles. And, and by the way, they shot some fools. They did. The body count in this movie is super high. Well, and it's rated PG-13. Well, of course. Of course, there's all that sexy kissing that happens. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, so terrible. I don't think that there was ever a rewrite done by someone who's ever studied time travel, right? But there was definitely three different rewrites that happened from three different pastors because they're like, oh, well, what about this? What about this? What about this? Um, but they show up in the Garden of Gethsemane, and, and, and this main guy who, uh, Hadi Montag, uh, you know, left this poor man <laughs> in a car wreck. Um, he he walks up onto uh walks up to Jesus. Hey Andrea, who's who's playing Jesus? None other than American Idol alum Jason Castro. That's right, Jason Castro. Which by the way, he's a better singer than he is actor. Um 
I would say a hundred percent. BT dubs. Um, one, he doesn't have the dreads, so so there's that. Two, he can't grow facial hair, so it's all pasted on beard. And it, you can tell. He's got dreamy blue eyes because that's what every Arabic man had is super blue eyes and super fair skin. And he looks at the main character and just kind of gives him this look and goes, yeah, I should speak English to you. And he wasn't terrified by what he was wearing. No, Jesus. Like, yeah. Okay, cool. Here is one of my issues. <laughs> and there were a lot. Oh, hold on a sec. Ju- Julie wants to come in. So hold on just a second. Let me unlock the door. Hold okay. A second. Hi. Hi. Um, okay. Julie, um, just real quick, just for Andrea, what'd you think of this movie? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> what did I think about this movie? I, and I don't know what you guys have already discussed. It, it, does, it doesn't matter. <laughs> just pop in anywhere. I don't know if this was actually a Christian movie or if this was complete and total satire and parody. That's how bad it was, in my opinion. So. Yeah. 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 I, I, are y'all giving spoilers? Oh, oh, 100. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Totally. So <laughs> I honestly rolled over and went to sleep when the movie jumped the shark at um, the point where. Minute two. Well, yeah, minute. I was going to say, where was that? Minute two was the belly laugh that could be heard around the world. But besides that was when um, Simon is with it, uh, Jesus in the garden and he says, I'll be back. And, <laughs> I, for, I forgot. I forgot about the Terminator reference of I'll be back. And I'm like, all right, we could not get any more sacrilegious. I'm done. Good night. Snore. Oh, but they did. So they did get more. That's kind of where I left off with the movie in general. I'm like, okay, I'm done with this. So that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, <laughs> thanks. You just came up here to say that when it jumped the shark was yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, that no, that's fine. Thank you so much. <laughs> that, that, hey, <laughs> that was uh, an impromptu uh, wild card wife. So thanks, baby. <laughs> there she goes. All right. And there she goes. She's out the Bye, door. Julie. Right. Bye. So, yeah. Yeah. So Jesus is uh yeah, Jesus is very Anglo. He's uh he's in in the gar- uh, Oh, listen. It's just Here is one of my issues. And there were a lot, but this is a big one. When Jesus was on earth, uh-huh. he was fully God and fully man. True. Why did he act like he didn't know any of these people were going to show up? Because he didn't because it didn't happen. I'm like, he's, if he knows to speak in English to you, which by the way, every single person that talked to him was like, you speak English. Well, and I'm glad that they called it out because I mean, that was one of the things like in the Amazon reviews that people were like, oh, this guy don't speak English. He's okay, cool. Everybody chill out. (laughs) That's just when I, when I first saw it and the very first person encountered the character, the person who was playing Jesus, I thought, He's he's omniscient, right? Yeah. So why do I get the feeling that Jesus is surprised by everything that's going on? And like, who are you? I'm like, you're he's Jesus. Yeah. Simon gets to actually tell Jesus in the garden what's going to happen to him. He walks them through the trial, the scourging, the crucifixion, 
all this stuff. I mean. And tries to talk him out of it. Simon being the black guy. They're like, oh, okay, well, you're, we know how we're going to use you. You're going to be the one to help carry the cross. And so, oh, that will be a great moment. Wouldn't that be a great moment? It was like all of these ideas that honestly, if this was written better, if it was acted better, if the special effects were somewhat decent, um, this could have been a very interesting movie. This, yes. Like the the premise was something I had never heard before however it came off like parody it and did. i think that that's that was a really good point that julie said like she didn't know if this was supposed to be satire of a christian film you know most religious movies end up as b movies kind of on accident this one ended up as like a c minus movie i don't know i mean just and i think it was shooting for for a plus but in the fact that it missed the mark oh man it's so fun yeah oh it's so hilarious so, so fun. great Okay, so um, let's can we can we talk about a particular scene when I, I don't? It's like the third or fourth time that they've gone back in time, and Amy gets shot. Uh huh. And I guess she gets shot. Does she get shot in two places? It was kind of hard to. I think she got shot in the leg and maybe in her stomach or something. I didn't see where she got shot because I don't think that their budget paid for squibs to actually explode. <laughs> right there, there wasn't actually blood. Yeah. Um, however, Ram took off all of his clothing. Well, um, yeah, he sure did. Like, <laughs> um, he took off his shirt and I was like, oh, great. Here he goes again, he, he taking off his shirt. Of course. Six pack abs. Why would you not go, go for it? Six Ram? Pack. And I completely understand. Right. So he takes off his shirt. Let's wrap it around the leg. Make sure it's nice and tight. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. And then Don't, one one sir, stop bleeding. I understand completely. That's what you do for extremities. We've learned this from every movie and every extremity. If you get shot, you put a tourniquet on above tourniquet. that area so that it, so you don't bleed out. I completely right. get it. Absolutely. You, you learn that from every, every movie, every, uh, every movie, every TV show. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. And then, what does he do next? Then the man takes off his pants. He takes off. He takes off his pants and wraps the legs around her abdomen and puts by the way, that's not how tourniquets work. <laughs> no, no. Also, Ram, put your pants back on. Uh-huh. No, no. But he couldn't do that because he had to then put on a lab coat so that 20 minutes later they could pay off the fact that he's going to run through and somebody's going to rip off his lab coat and he runs around naked. You know why? Because that's in the Bible. <laughs> it's in the Bible that happens. They're like, oh, what if it, when everybody reads this, they're going to be like, oh, time travel does exist. <laughs> No, no, they're not. Oh, they're not. They're not. They're not. Because that, you know what, guys? That's not what happened. Ram Goldstein was not in the Bible running around with his shirt and his pants off because, I'm sorry. I just, this is when I wish that there was someone watching the movie with me yeah. because I needed to, I needed to talk about that yeah. because it was so terrible. It's bananas. I'm like, put your pants back on. It's absolutely bananas. It's, uh, I, I, you know, and here's the deal. Like we could tell you how the movie ends. Let's, let's reading rainbow it and be like, if you want to know how it ends, you got to watch it for yourself and try to figure it out. Um, spoiler alert. Um, the Christians win. That's that. There you go. Yeah. It through some convoluted writing of trying to bring it all back together. The other part I laughed at, which we referenced earlier about how they were, uh, 
so accurate with where they landed in their time travel was when Ahmed finally did some time traveling of his own to go finish the job or whatever. And he managed to time travel right back exactly into the tomb where Jesus was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we know exactly. point accuracy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's just put in those GPS coordinates. No problem. Just and you're done. (laughs) Good to go. I was like, how did that happen? Here was my other favorite thing. The story of redemption that happens for the main character, Heidi Montag's uh, Mm -hmm. widower, um, where he's back in time and then he's caught as a thief. And one of the other people or that time travels also caught as a thief. And Julie looks at me and she goes, you know what they're doing, right? And I was like, I I can't follow what's going on. I can't I can't guess ahead. I'm just trying to stay in the moment. And (laughs) and she goes, think about it. And I go, oh. Those are going to be the two thieves next to Jesus on the cross. I I don't know how you guys ever guessed that because I'm sitting there going, what? Wait, wait, wait. I don't. And and by the way, did did Jesus speak to them in English? He did. He absolutely did. Well, yeah. 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 That's, uh, oh, man. Oh, it's bananas. It's it's crazy town. It really, really is. Another favorite scene was, uh, so the, the other guy that was the other thief, was another security guard that was supposed to be did we ever say his name Brant? Brant was with the widow the widower. Mr. Heidi. Yeah, got it. Mr. Heidi. There you go. And so when he had to take a few extra weeks before he started his new job, uh Sabir, who was what that was his name, was the one who I was probably like number two in the security guard. Interim hierarchy. head of security. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Right. And he didn't want to give up his job. So when he's in there in the market and he's he pulls his gun out and starts yelling at these villagers in English. Uh-huh. And gets mad that they can't understand him. But does he realize he knew he was tra- traveling back in time? Let me right? let me just ask you a question. If <laughs> If you had never seen an eggplant before. An eggplant? Yeah, stay with me. (laughs) Okay. The purple vegetable, stay with me. Mm -hmm. And I were to pull that eggplant out and be like, I'm going to hurt you with this eggplant. You would probably be like, what is that? I'm not really scared of it. I don't know what that is. I don't even know what it is. Now, let's just go ahead and say you have a Beretta pistol. And you're going to go back and point it at a Roman soldier in 33 AD. They're going to be like, that, I don't know what that is, but this is a spear and this is how this works. And this is a sword and this is how this works. They don't know what a gun is. He's waving it around like it's going to do something. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. I don't know if this was the same pistol that um, about four minutes into the movie, Brant put into his mouth. Guys, I don't know if I could tell you every scene in this movie is at an 11. The acting, like they just don't, there's no time to breathe. No. Just hold on. I I don't, I don't have anything to say. I just. (laughs) (laughs) So you, you talked about the text that started the movie. This is the text that Andrea sent me a little bit later on that evening. It says bonus scene after the credits. Or an outtake. I can't really tell anymore. (laughs) Because, guys, 
if you're like, if this movie's so good, they should make a sequel. Uh, boo. They set up a sequel where they go sure into enough. the future into a left behind situation where now they're going to have to deal with the mark of the beast. I'm just saying. Oh, no. I'm just saying maybe assassin 2033 AD. What's up? What? I, oh, my guys, gosh. Let's kickstart this now. Kickstarter for <gasps> assassin <laughs> <sighs> Can we just for a second talk about some of the reviews on this movie? Um, yeah, where are you getting your reviews from? Well, I, I'm I'm looking right now on IMDb. Okay, what is that? What is that score? A four point nine out of ten, which ah, is too high. Oh, that's way high. Oh, oh. But you know why it's so high? Because there are nine out of ten and ten out of ten reviews on this movie. Yeah. These have to be fake accounts, right? I don't know because I'm on Amazon reviews. And so <laughs> we we have our opinions uh on this. Mm-hmm. Let's uh let's steal from another podcast. Let's do second opinions here. Why don't you tell me some t- read to me your favorite <laughs> your favorite five-star review. <laughs> okay, uh, here here's one. The the title of the review is an epic must-see film. With three exclamation points. Of course. A crossover between sci-fi and religion. Assassin 33 AD is the perfect movie for the whole family. It presents an alternate reality that exists only in our imagination. What if time travel is real? What if you could go back and change the course of history? You know who wrote that? That had to be the writer of the movie. Yeah. Oh, for sure. All right, I'm, I'm going to tell you mine, okay? Okay. This is five, five stars on Amazon. Next best time travel movie I've seen in a while. Watch this movie with the family. Love the storyline. It's entertaining and also keeps your mind thinking about the story, especially the multiple timeline continuum. I love the Back to the Future series, and this definitely has the same idea of time travel with a twist of religion. My teenager had some good laughs on some of the scene that was a reference to another movie. He loved it, and we had a great time. So many movies have gruesome, violent kill scenes, spilling guts or heads being decapitated, but this movie is clean. No sexual or vulgar language, uh, but there are some shooting involved. Recommend this as a good, clean movie. Five stars. <laughs> Did they watch the same movie that we watched? <laughs> well, first of all, it's like I, like, I like Back to the Future, so... Well, this is that with religion, right? My teenager laughed whenever they talked about other movies, probably the I'll be back line. Probably. Probably. Probably, yeah. Um, and then also like, oh, this this movie isn't violent or gruesome. There's four hundred shootings in this movie. Almost everybody dies. Everybody gets at shot. least once. Some people die five times in this movie, Andrea. <laughs> Some Felix gets shot five different times. That dude oh, never no. survives. He doesn't survive in any of the timelines. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> just in case you're curious if, like, everybody shows this movie love, that's not the case. No. Mm-mm. Can, I, can I read a one star? Absolutely. All right. One star. Actually, 
This movie is zero stars. Never have I seen a movie that promotes terrorism, hate toward Christianity, and violence towards Jesus all in one crap movie. Shame on you for producing and creating such evil. This movie literally sends Muslim terrorists to Jesus before being crucified and shoot him dead with a pistol. Then there's another scene where a Muslim terrorist is in the cave with Jesus' body and takes a blood DNA sample for research purposes. What kind of disrespectful... (laughs) When when I can like say something so insane and you'd be like, oh yeah, that did happen. Like it was, yeah, yeah. Okay. What kind of disrespectful crap is this? What's next? You'll have Muslim terrorists rape the Virgin Mary to give birth to raise a terrorist and kill Jesus? You need to burn this movie. One star. Wow. They also went at 11. Um, Here's my favorite one star review. Okay. (laughs) Title is probably the worst movie ever made. So I don't even know where to start. Looks like the movie was filmed with a phone. The FX made in paint. The storyline. Are you serious? I wish I could go in time just to unsee this movie. <laughs> That's the only thing this person wants to do with time travel is unsee this movie. Okay, here, here's here's another one. I love these perspectives. Oh my gosh, this is a one star review. The title of it is Poor Writing, Wrong Image of a True Christian Woman. <laughs> one. They're supposed to be a genius. But turned out only Ram was the one. The other three are like high school noobs. Two, the woman wears a cross and prays, but acts like a loose woman, seducing and (laughs) initiating a man into physical contact with her. Although they are in a relationship, they do not have to make them kissing and implying other sexual acts. They totally do not have to conform to the sexual tendencies of our secular world. Three, Although they try to follow the Bible, e.g. naked man scene, the plot is weak, almost ridiculous. Four, not worth seeing this movie. One star. She was really upset at how they portrayed. He does not like loose women. All Mm -mm. right. Mm -mm. This one star review, I I won't read the whole thing and you don't have to leave it in, but it says you would think devoted Christians live by the Ten Amendments. I don't know who that guy is, but we need to. Uh, oh, it's it's smitten by kitten. Is their their name? We need to get have him on as a guest. That was phenomenal. Okay, we live by the Ten Amendments. Oh, now I got hiccups. Oh no! Goodness gracious! All right, okay. so here, let me ask you just, just straight up: Would you recommend someone watch this movie? <laughs> I mean, obviously, this movie brought us a lot of joy. Sure. So if you need a good laugh, then yes, I can't, I can't say not to watch it because you know what? You will laugh. However, I cannot in good conscience say this is a fantastic movie and you absolutely need to see it. No. Because it's not a fantastic movie. You do not need to see it. Okay. How many hearts do you give this movie? I give it half of one heart for the laughs. Okay. That's it. I, I, I'm going to give it uh, zero hearts for moviness. Okay. I would give it maybe one heart for the, the idea. The premise gets one heart. 
I, I honestly, I think that I would love this movie more if they called it by its original title. Did you by any chance look up to see what the original title of this movie was? I did not, but I have a feeling I'm going to love this. Black Easter Resurrection. <laughs> what? I mean, it's, well, obviously the writer's favorite movie is Black Hawk Down. So it's like, okay, Black, we got that. Done. Done. Move on. Got it. Black, first word. That's going to happen. There's tack teams. They're going to wear black. It's great. <laughs> Hawk. It's not really fun. Uh, time travel. No, uh, just, oh, Easter. All right, Black Easter. Oh, Black Easter. That sounds bad. Yeah, That's Black just... Easter. But it's not going down. He's coming back. Resurrection. Black Easter resurrection. Boom. Done. Done, son. And somebody was like, uh, mm, uh that doesn't sound I don't know. great. I don't know about that. <laughs> that does not sound great. Uh, all right, let's 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 workshop this a little bit. Uh, um, okay. Yeah assassin but uh, assassin's creed that's when when you when they google they're gonna find assassin's creed let's not do that assassin um when does this happen 33 dude that sounds cool assassin 33 ad okay so those are our choices right everybody's on the same page here assassin 33 ad Black Easter Resurrection. Okay, <laughs> let's take a vote. Let's take a vote. Black Easter Resurrection gets just me. Just me. Okay. And, and Assassin 33 AD. Are you guys sure? Because Black Easter Resurrection sounds pretty bad. I'm pretty sure. <sighs> That's exactly how it happened. I, That's... I'm, I feel quite sure. Also, normally, I just, I just want to point out for the listeners that normally we talk about the other actors yeah. in a film. Because we want to talk about what they've done. We talked about the only two actors in this film that you're going to recognize. Oh, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. Whenever at the end of the movie, when Ram gets to go back in time and save Brant's family and save Mr. Heidi and Mrs. Heidi. Uh Uh-huh. Do you know who the first person who runs up to the car to check on them is? No. Heidi's real life husband, Spencer. (laughs) What? I was I did like, not notice that. Oh, of course. Of course. And he got fourth billing. So there you go. Yeah. He might as well have. And all he did was just run. It's just him running. That's it. Y'all, no one else in this film has done anything. No, no, no nobody has. Um, so I, I'm going to give it a total of one heart because okay. it's, it is a lot of fun. That's the thing. Um, I would not tell non-believers to watch this movie in the hopes of evangelizing them no 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 do not do that this is for all of you who have been tortured in your childhood by watching terrible end times movies this is the one where you can go back and say ha 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 look at how silly we are this is a fun one this this is Oh, this is a fun one. Guys, it's good. All right. It's for me, Andrea. What about not for me? You have a not for me this week? I do. Okay. There is a picture that's that's going around Facebook right now. And the accompanying caption for this picture is talking about different things that you can like put on your stomach to help your health. But the picture, it's a it's a grid. And I think there are six pictures of different kinds of belly buttons. 
up close. Oh, okay. Have you seen this picture? I haven't. It is not for me. And I need people to stop sharing it right now. Because it grosses me out every time that I see it. Okay. I don't need to see that. I don't need to see it. It's not for me. Now, let me ask you a question. There is a, <laughs> there's a thing that is, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's a thing that's out there of like a pimple popping videos. Mm-hmm. Are, are you the type of person that will get sucked into a YouTube verb hole and watch blackheads be pushed out of people's noses? No. Mm-mm. Uh, okay. So no. does this two by three grid of belly buttons, does that invoke the same type of reaction as like to you as Dr. Pipple Popper, that kind of stuff? Yes. Okay. So you're just yes. out. Now, I, I have watched episodes of Dr. Pimple Popper, but most of the time I was sitting there with my eyes covered. So okay. <laughs> it was kind of pointless for me to watch. Yeah, I don't think you know how TV works. That's not the way. <laughs> that's not the way that's supposed to go. It grosses me out. So yeah. anyway, um, if you're listening and you've shared that picture, just know that I've said bad things about you for sharing that picture. <laughs> Just, I love you. I love your honesty. I've said bad, I've said bad words about you. I have. That's, yeah. I didn't say bad words. I said bad things. Oh, no, no. As far as Andrea's mom is concerned, she's using all kinds of bad language. You guys should hear how much stuff I had to bleep out from her today. Yeah, right. It was bad. So for you. Whoa, 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 whoa. How about you, Seth? What's your not for me this week? So this one is a very, again, not for me is supposed to be personal. And this one is personal. My work buddy is on vacation this week. Okay. You, you know how you have that work buddy that you talk to all the time, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of makes like, uh, ma- makes everything go a little bit easier for you. Well, mine's on vacation this week. And so it's like, I find myself being like, oh, I need to talk to somebody about this. And I'm like, mm, I don't want to bother him. And yeah. so my work, my work buddy's out. And so, man, that's just not for me, man. And, and it, it made me realize I am really ready to go, like, go back to work. <laughs> I, I'm so blessed to have this office. I really am. But, man, I am so ready to be able to be in the field again and to, you know, climb on an airplane and, and go someplace and do something. But, man, yeah. man I, that, so, so my, my buddy being on vacation is not for me. So screw that guy. All right. <laughs> so forget you. I know. What a jerk. All right. Let's, let's get into the B. Let's do it. Oh, no, not the B. Baptist pledged to use only non-alcoholic hand sanitizer. (laughs) The Southern Baptist Convention passed a resolution today that true Baptist will only use non-alcoholic sanitizer. The devil has influenced many in our culture to use the devil's hand sanitizer filled with enough alcohol to get one a little tipsy, said a Southern Baptist minister named Jed Harpins. The Bible says, let us not be filled with wine, but instead filled with the Spirit. And the Holy Spirit can't get inside of you if you're all slathered up with alcohol. He hates the stuff. Baptists also warn that using too much of the alcoholic hand sanitizer can make you tipsy and maybe cause you to commit little sins or big ones like dancing. Oh, so can I tell you, I just realized that the premise of this movie that we talked about today, I think was once a Babylon B article. It could have been. <laughs> oh, no, not the beast. Not the beast. Ah! All right. You ready Man. to get out of here? Let's, 
Let's get out of here. All right. Well, this week's Church Helpers from Anonymous Pastor actually comes from at uh, Mr. Church Guy on Twitter. He says, it's going to be strange when we start meeting again in the church building again and have to wear masks. Not the old metaphorical mask that we're accustomed to. Actual material mask this time. You're done? Nope. <clears throat> nope. Not at all? I read that this week and okay. I laughed. <laughs> well, that's a show. <laughs> but our thoughts and opinions are not the final word, dear listener. We would love to hear your thoughts and opinions about any of our topics today. Guys, please watch this movie and let us know what you thought. Please do. You can like, follow, and comment us on all of the socials. We are at Dropping Sunday on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And as a reminder, for every comment we receive on Apple Podcasts, we are uh, we are going to donate one dollar to a charity or ministry. This month's ministry is uh, our local food bank. Yeah, and remember, the greatest compliment that you could give us is to tell a friend to listen to this episode and then to subscribe for next week because we'll be back again. And by the way, we will not be covering something as bananas bonkers as this (laughs) next week, but we will be here. And until then, this is Seth. And this is Andrea. And this is Dropping Sunday. Hey, while we're doing this, do you have anything that you could like wipe off your camera lens with? Yeah. Sorry. I was talking on the phone right before you. <laughs> I'm going to hold on. I'll look, let me not look. You're fine. Is that better? Oh, so much better. Yeah. I was sure. Of course. Six pack apps. Why would you not go, go for pack. it, Ram? I, I'm, I'm here. For, I, no, I'm not going to say I'm here for That's, it. Nope. Don't say that. Oh, no, no. As far as Andrea's mom is concerned, she's using all kinds of bad language. You guys should hear how much stuff I had to bleep out from her today. Yeah, right. It was bad. Wait, hold on. You're the only one who said... Whoa, 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 whoa. The Southern Baptist Convention passed a resolution today that true Baptist will only use non-alcoholic sanitizer. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) I got you. Um... (laughs) Sorry, guys.